Welcome to the Live Beautifully podcast. I'm Katrina Scott. I'm a mom, a passionate female founder, and a creative brand builder. In the last 15 years, I've been everything from a personal trainer to a Forbes featured entrepreneur, a New York Times bestselling author, and the co-founder of the leading fitness empire, Tone It Up. And with that comes CEO, late night copywriter, creative director, social media expert, and of course, the most important job to inspire creativity, an office intern running out for coffee and donuts for the dream team. I'm humbled and so grateful for my journey so far, and I can't wait to write new chapters with all of you. Creativity, success, and making your dreams come to life takes passion, commitment, and a deep, deep love. And love is fostered and grown through deep connections and purpose. And we're going to do just that together. From personal life stories to thoughtful conversations with the most inspiring guests and Ask Me Anything episodes, my hope is this show will ignite your creative brilliance so you can flourish and live beautifully. Hello, beautiful. Thank you so much for tuning in today or this evening, this morning whatever time it is for you. Um, thanks for being here today. We are going to be talking about so many things and we have a very special guest. Uh, this is something that I think about all the time because I do it too. Uh, do you ever feel like you wait until you feel a certain way to do something? I'm going to say it again. So it sinks in. Do you ever feel like you wait until you feel a certain way to then do something like you don't deserve it until you feel good? Here are some examples that I was like trying to think about all the things that we tend to do, especially as women. Like, I can't start dating until I lose this weight. I don't deserve this experience until I feel worthy. I can't do this or that until my skin is clear. I can't wear that until I lose these last few pounds. I can't start a blog until I'm interesting. I can't start writing that book until I have my life together. We stop ourselves so much because we wait until maybe we feel like everything is perfect, perfectly knowledgeable, perfectly healthy, perfectly put together. I do this day to day. Like if I don't feel confident, I will actually dress down instead of wearing something cute because I feel like the outfit deserves better. (laughs) But seriously, we all do this. I remember growing up and not feeling confident in my body and thinking, okay, I'm I'm not pretty enough to hang out in that group, or I'm not popular enough to experience those things that those other women or girls experience. I, I feel like I've even felt this recently with this podcast. You know, I can't launch this podcast until I feel like I know everything about launching a podcast, which you don't know until you've actually done it. So here we are, scrappy imperfect in the way that it was supposed to be all along. And a lot of you know, um, it's been, you know, over a year to launch this podcast because I never felt like it was the right time. And I was so nervous and it was like this new chapter, this new territory. Um, and that's why I'm so grateful for all of you for (laughs) doing this with me, but, but really we stop because we analyze ourselves so much and we analyze our self-worth too much. It's paralysis by analysis. We end up paralyzing our experiences, our life, because we're afraid, we're scared, and we don't feel worthy of those experiences. Like we actually put our life on hold because we don't feel good enough. And the truth is you are worthy of it all. There's no perfect moment, perfect skin, perfect health, or 
perfectly timed knowledge to do anything. We're all doing things for the first time and literally no one knows until they know. And we don't know what we don't know. (laughs) You deserve to wear the clothes you want to wear and love the people you want to love and to experience life. So right now, I want you to text me on my cell at 213-205-3604. If you don't already get my text messages, make sure you text me so I can save your number. Uh, 213-205-3604. Text me with one thing that you've been wanting to do or experience that you have been putting off because you didn't feel like you weren't ready or maybe you didn't feel worthy enough of that. You are deciding right now that you can and you are worthy and that you deserve it. It could be buying your domain name for your blog. It could be uh, joining the dating app that you've been putting off, Um, dressing up in whatever you'd like to wear, like wearing just a sports bra during a workout or updating your LinkedIn and putting yourself out there for your dream career, whatever it is. I want you to text me because accountability is key and you're you're putting it out there for it to live on forever when you when you put it in writing, when you let someone know. You're not only telling me, you're making the most important promise that you can make and that's the promise to yourself. I'll be sharing a bunch of your texts, don't worry, I'll bleep out your name <laughs> to inspire others and I cannot wait to hear from you. Uh, So today we have the most incredible guest, Hunter McGrady. If you haven't seen her before, you're going to fall in love with her spirit and her heart. Her journey to confidence and success has not been easy, but she has never let adversity be a barrier to her success. Today, Hunter is breaking down cultural beauty barriers as the first plus-size woman to appear on the cover of a bridal magazine. She was also one of the first curve models to walk New York Fashion Week runways in September 2017. I mean, that wasn't even that long ago. And she was the Rookie of the Year in Sports Illustrated Swimsuit, which that's how I actually discovered her. So... Now she has her own clothing line that is exclusively sold on QVC and it is called All Worthy. Coming off the hashtag that she founded in 2017 to remind us all that no matter your size, shape, or background, you are worthy of feeling loved and feeling beautiful and feeling confident. Hunter stands for inclusivity in everything that she does, and she's an advocate for body positivity, mental health, and she works closely with the Jed Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So let's bring her on. All right, I love my morning coffee and espresso. And when my husband, Brian, first introduced me to Jot Coffee, I immediately knew I had to try it, AKA steal it from him. When I wake up in the morning to work out, I need to make sure that I don't wake up Bella or Brian so that I have some me time. And what I love about Jot Coffee is I can just pour one tablespoon into my almond milk with my toned up collagen creamer and bam, I am ready for the day and my workout. Jot Ultra Coffee is the purest, smoothest, and most concentrated coffee in the world. It's so delicious and I look forward to it every day. Plus it's organic, fair trade, and sustainable and each bottle makes about 14 cups. It not only saves time because it's instant, it gives me valuable time back that I need in the morning before the house wakes up. I value time more than anything these days. They made you all a code. Enter Katrina at checkout to get 20% off a one-time order and 50% off your first subscription. Go to go.jot, it's J-O-T dot co slash livebeautifully 
And I'll also include that link in the show notes and enter your code. You're going to love it. I can't wait to see you making your morning coffee and it's delicious. Thank you so much, Dot, for being part of this podcast today. I love you guys. Hi, thank you so much for coming on. I can't believe that we're finally doing this. I feel like how long ago did we see each other in person at Pop Sugar? Was that just over a year ago? Like Shoot, a year and a half? I want to say maybe a year and a half ago. I can't believe this yeah. whole year has just kind of gone by and been such a wash that I'm like, wow, we've already are a year almost out. So I think yeah. about a year and a half. Totally. I do feel like the days are really, really long, but it's the fastest year ever because every day yeah. is kind of the same at home. Um, but totally. uh, okay. So, I mean, I remember the moment I saw you and I was already following you and you walked in and it was like, um, in the green room at pop sugar and you walked in and I was literally like, like taken over by your beauty and your presence. And you you definitely, you have a presence when you walk around. I'm not sure. I mean, maybe people have told you that, but it's like this rare thing that I think a few people have and they walk in and literally everyone's heads just turn and you walked up. Oh my gosh. And then your smile (laughs) and then the genuine, like people just want to be around you. And I don't know what came over me, but I'm pretty sure I just ran up to you and just gave you a big hug. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny because I was like, because I like I've known about you for so long. I mean, with toning mm-hmm. up with everything. So I was like, oh my god, I'm so fangirling. And then you came up to me, and I was like, wait, and then I'm what? Just, like, literally, like, hi. <laughs> we were. It was like just a love fest of like women yeah. supporting women, which is like all what I'm about. Um, what an intro. Thank you so much for saying that. I mean, that's very, very kind of you. And I'm just so happy that we were able to like have that face to face moment. And of course it went by too fast and too soon as always. So, um, once this is all over. I've been following you for, especially before I met you. And then since then, and I feel like we're connected with so many mutual friends now and, um, all your stories, you're funny. (laughs) (laughs) you're witty that's also a rare thing for someone to be is like witty and um I don't know I just feel like when when people watch you and I know I read this story about um Brian your husband watching you on snapchat and being like she's funny um so (laughs) for anyone that doesn't know tell me a little bit about how uh you met your husband Brian because I think that everyone will really enjoy this So funny. So we actually had like an add on to our story last week. So I will, which I'll get to. So, um, I, my husband, my now husband, Brian was on a date with this girl in 2000 and maybe the end of like 2015. I'm not entirely sure. Um, because we met in 2016, but he was on a date with her and they were talking about like, what's your type? Like, what are you into? And he was like, I love like tall, blonde, curvy, basically describing this girl he was with. Right. Um, And she was like, oh, you should follow this plus model, Hunter McGrady. Like, follow her on Snapchat. She just, like, she's just, like, silly on Snapchat. And he was, at the time, um, he was 38. So he was like, I don't have social media. Like, I'm not going to get Snapchat at 38. <laughs> um, but he did it anyways. He downloaded it. And he had followed me while I was going um, kind of from L.A. to New York back and forth. And finally, I, I think one time I was in New York and I had said, hey, you know, I, you know, I have the weekend free. Does anybody have any um, suggestions on plans that I should do this weekend? And he was like, well, 
yeah, um, let me take you out on Friday. Like I have a plan. I'll, I'll do plans for your weekend. So we got drinks on Friday and our first date was three days long. We did not leave each other's side. Um, he had made plans on Friday while I was sleeping for a champagne cruise on Saturday. He was like, by the way, like you're going to be with me on Saturday. Like I made plans. Um, anyways, what's so funny about this story is that fast forward to last week, the girl who set him up messaged or the girl who told him about me messaged me and was like, hey, I, I, I've written this a million times. I didn't want to be tacky and like reach out to you. But I am the girl who was on the break uh, on the date with Brian. And I just wanted to like say hi. And I'm so glad it worked out. So I was like, oh, my God, I was dying. Okay, I have like a million questions for you. And this is what's going to happen as I'm going to totally get inspired by what you're saying and then go completely <laughs> off the cuff of like what I want to ask. So there's an openness about you, right? And I think a lot of people probably interview and ask, ask you so many different things about your life. But has anyone ever said, you know, what is the secret to being so open and saying yes? Because I feel like you, I mean, you said yes to today, to, to today. Um, you yeah. have so much going on. Um, you said yes to the hug where I was running towards you. You say yes to this guy on Snapchat that you like right. kind of peek at pictures on Facebook. So like that, I think that that's a really beautiful thing for you to have such an open heart. What, what makes you so open to saying yes? Because I feel like a lot of us are like not only scared, but closed, stuck in yeah. our ways and we don't venture out. Totally. I, you know, for me, I used to be a very shy, introverted person and I always wanted to change it about myself, but I didn't really know how. And it took therapy. It took, you know, really learning to love myself and love who I am and honoring myself to really say like, okay, you can say yes. And you are worthy of living life. You know, you're worthy of doing beautiful things and, and feeling good about yourself. And so I think once I really realized that I was, um, a lot more accepting, you know, when you kind of open your arms physically, but metaphorically more so and say, yes, I want to allow these things to come to me. You know, you really see your, your life unravel in a way that you would have never seen it happen before. Um, you know, but it really took working on myself first because I was very introverted and I was very, um, I would like just stay home. I would like not want to go out. I would not want to make new friends. And because I was very, um, I mean, I dealt with bullying and all these things in high school, which had a lot to do with it. But so, yeah. yeah, I think once you kind of learn who you are and yourself and you kind of make that decision of I'm going to live my life in the yes, that opens up so much. I love that. Live my life in the yes. Okay. Let's go back. We just <laughs> talked about high school. This is how today's going to go. I'm like, I love it. my notes. <laughs> Right. I know. Um, but that's what's so authentic about it, though, which I love because, yeah. you know, you can come in with a million notes and like I've done that a hundred thousand times. But it's so great yeah. to just like bounce around. Yeah. Um. OK. High school, you were bullied. Were you the tallest girl in high school? I think so. Yeah. How tall are you? I'm six feet tall. You're six feet. My brother yeah. is six, six. And so he was always he was always kind of I think in high school he was he would look for the tallest girl in the room. Right. <laughs> He'd be like, Who, I want to make this like tall girl feel secure with her height. Um, what, 
What do you feel like you were bullied the most for in high school? So I had always wanted to be a model. Um, my mom was a model. My dad's an actor. I kind of grew up in the entertainment industry. So I, that was just what I saw and what I wanted to do. Um, and I was bullied for my size, but I, I'm six feet tall and I was 114 pounds. I was a size two. Um, and still every day I got called fat. I got called ugly. I mean, I got so bullied that I ended up having to get myself out of school and be, be homeschooled. Like I had girls stealing stuff from me, like literally the most horrendous things you could ever imagine. Yeah. Um, you know, happened and I never understood why. And it was just a very hard time in my life. You know, when you're 16 years old, you're a, you're not even fully developed. So how could you ever comment on my body? Um, B, you know, you're a sponge. So you're taking what everyone is saying and you're really soaking that in and believing that to be true. Um, you know, so yeah, eventually I think the best thing I ever did was get out and, and do homeschooling. I had girls steal from me too. Did you? Yeah. I, I was bullied in elementary school for being the heaviest girl in school. And I discovered fitness in like seventh, seventh and eighth grade. And then I started like exercising and I, I feel like no matter what size you are, some girl in school is going to call you fat. Oh, yes. um, but, um, yeah, I grew up heavier than all the other kids and I discovered fitness, but um, and that changed my life. But freshman year, I had my purse stolen and then I found out who it was and it was like the most popular girl in school. And I know, and her mom had to like come in and the principal like put us together and she had to return it. It was like my cell phone and stuff. Cause her mom found yep. this and like called yep. the principal and was like, is someone missing their things? And so, um, yep. yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. What was stolen from you? Just out of curiosity. My God. So I had, this is so uh, on a few occasions. So one was, um, during PE, my clothes and my purse. I had the day before. Mine was PE too. Yes. Oh. Uh, because, and here's my thing, because you, you know, you used to have those locks where you have like different codes or whatever in the PE lockers and the girl who ended up stealing it was a girl next to me. So obviously she was looking over and seeing that code to get in and yeah. she, so it was my, um, my clothes and then my purse with my birthday money in it that I had gotten from my grandma and my mom to like, I was going to put it in my account after, um, to like save it. So it was my birthday money. It was this like cute little fake Louis Vuitton purse. Cause like, I could never afford a real one, you know, um, and my cell phone was in it. And then another time my cell phone was stolen and who, the girl who stole it broke up with my boyfriend over text who went to the school, like maybe two miles down the road. And he came to me after school and was like, what's going on? Like, what do you mean? Like what? I don't understand. We were totally fine. I was like, no, my, my phone was stolen. Um, and I like showed him, I was like, look, I literally have no phone anywhere. Um, so yeah, they were just really nasty and really, really mean. I don't know what this means and why we're talking about this today, but both of our purses that we got for our birthday and our phones were stolen in PE from girls. Oh my 
god what mine is- was from macy's but it had like a pattern i don't know what brand it was but it definitely was not louis vuitton either <laughs> no it was like i i could never like keep up with the popular girls like they were all wearing juicy couture and louis and all this stuff and i was like well i'm just gonna wear like what's from tj maxx i guess and try to like look cool <laughs> oh i um yeah, that's not what I expected to talk about today. But hold on one second. I'm actually going to call um, Brian, my husband, because he's on a FaceTime upstairs and he's yelling. He's oh. a- <laughs> You're yelling. Like it's actually echoing in the house. <laughs> he's like, I am yelling. That's literally my husband. I found out during quarantine that he was a whistler. Like he whistles like while he works. And I was just like, I'm like, I'm like down here in my little like office. And I'm just like, literally, I'll be like on QVC and he'll be listening, whistling. I'm like, Brian, you literally like, I can hear everything you're doing. That is hilarious. I know I think at home we're trying to, you know, have our own spaces and trying to escape from each other. But we're definitely learning after we've been together for 17 years, quirks about each other, quirks. I say that, yeah. um, that we've never known. <laughs> Oh my God. You guys have been together for 17 years. Yeah. What is the, like, what's the secret? The secret, um, uh, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, when even, I mean, I, I, a lot of, so many couples, you know, if you fight, you feel like that's it, it's over and you like whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think when we were in college, we would, of course we would fight. We were long distance and then um, we decided to stick it out. I mean, we love each other. When you love yeah. each other so much, um, communication, sometimes fighting is a good thing because you're fighting for each other. Right. Um, I love and that. that. Yeah. yeah. And so I think like there's this misconception about fighting. I think that you can do it in a healthy way. And I don't know why my mind just like went there immediately. But I think about, you know, so many girlfriends that are like, we're fighting so much. I'm like, well, what? What are you fighting What's about? Because you could be, you could be coming to a resolution and then I'm um, doing on the, on the other side, doing things together, um, being a couple, don't forget to date. Don't forget to make right. time for each other. Um, don't forget to get ready for each other. And you know, it's, it's little things. I mean, I get ready for work all the time and hair and makeup ready. And then on a Friday night, we're like, which is not bad either, you know, sofa and we're just like, and we just check our tax messages after the week. And sometimes it's like, okay, we're going to carve out time this weekend and just, just us to connect. So never stop dating, never stop connecting, um, fight for each other. Always never go to bed angry, kiss each other. I mean, his grandma gave us that that advice. Oh, I love that. Um, And never stop falling in love. So I think just like falling in love more and more each year and think about how much we evolve as people when we grow together we get to we get to grow together and fall in love with each other with that new that new evolution of the person that we're with and so appreciating someone's growth and not trying to keep them to stay the same too oh my gosh I I love that I I love that so much it's funny I think one of our mutual friends Daniela Monet you know Daniela She had just posted about this. I was watching it um, before I even went on with you. And she was just saying how her and her her fiance, Andrew, um, and her went out the other night or last night. And she was like, wow, like we need to continue dating. Like, you know, she was like, I felt butterflies um, 
you know, which, which I feel with my husband too, you know, it's like even just going out or like putting on makeup and not just going out and, and wearing, you know, what I wear every single day, but kind of like getting dressed up as if it was a real date. Like it makes such a big difference. Yeah. And then we feel good. And then, um, no, but 17 years we've been married for, oh God, I actually don't know. I think seven. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, we got married. After 17 years, years. you're allowed to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I I feel like this is going to be something that a lot of girls and women that are listening um, want to talk about. So you were modeling and then you made the switch to be your authentic self. And you decided to not, uh, you know, I would say like succumb to the norms of the, where you were 114 pounds at six feet. Tell me about that evolution of your life and that acceptance of who you were and your love and your body. Um, There's a lot of women that are going through that right now that I'm sure look at you and they're like, I want that. I want to open up and know that the life that I deserve is out there. Totally. So, um, like I said, I started modeling at 16 and, um, I was constantly told by agencies and brands, you have to slim down your hips. You have to slip down your hips. Mm-hmm. I was already not eating and working out for like four hours a day. I would literally come home from school and go to 24 hour fitness and just like kill myself, even though I had nothing to lose. It was bone at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still thought, well, models are doing this. So I, you know, it's, it has to be done, I guess, in order for me to live my dream. Anyways, the, the kind of, the the straw that kind of broke the camel's back was I had booked a photo shoot and it was for a t-shirt company. I showed up on set and everybody was kind of staring at me and like, you know, bickering to each other. And, um, the producer came over and she said, um, I'm so sorry, but we didn't realize how big you were. Again, I was a size two. I was 114 pounds. I, but of course I was like, oh my God, they think I'm so big. Um, so that was kind of the, the last thing for me. I was kind of like, you know what? I can't take this anymore. I'm already dealing with heavy depression um, because of this. I'm dealing with heavy anxiety. Like, I don't want to live my life like this. I'm 16. I want to be a teenager and enjoy myself. So But of course, you know, when you're being told all this, you can't just snap out of it. Like that was already in my head. I I already believed all these things people were saying about me. So I went, I went um, to therapy and I had her say, Hunter, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a shower when you get out. I want you to slick back your hair, wear no makeup and look at yourself naked in the mirror and tell yourself 10 things you want to love about yourself. And I was like, this feels really weird, but okay. She said, the thing is, is that if you do this every day, you don't have to be naked every day to do it, but just look at yourself in the eyes, in the mirror and say things that you want to love about yourself, because you will then train your mind to love these things about yourself, because that's how our mind works. Um, 
And I did it. And I did it every single day. I've done it every single day since I was 16 years old. And that truly was a huge catalyst in the way that I thought about myself. Because, you know, as I, you know, took time off of modeling from 17, 18, 19, I grew. I grew bigger. And I I allowed myself, I mean, I had really gone through puberty, essentially, and settled in the body that I was supposed to be in. I'm a hippie girl. My hips became hips and, um, you know, and my boobs became boobs and all these things. And I had stretch marks and cellulite. And, you know, I learned to really appreciate these things because it, you know, I was growing not only physically, but mentally as well. Um, and then at, at 19, I learned about plus size modeling and I was like, huh, okay. So I can make my dreams still happen all while being my size and being healthy and being happy. And I signed with Wilhelmina and it was like go time from there. It was kind of like confirmation of being like, okay, yes, this is where you're supposed to be. I was booking jobs. I was working for like the top companies and flying around the world. Um, And then in 2016, I booked Sports Illustrated and that was kind of like the career game changer for me. Tell me about that phone call that every girl dreams about, MJ. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Hi, we want you to be in Sports Illustrated Swimsuit. So I was, um, I was on a, I had just shot for a magazine and I was in the middle of an interview with them, kind of to like my interview to go with the photos that I shot. And I looked down at my phone really quick and my, my agent's like, Hey, SOS, get downtown Manhattan. Um, because MJ Day of Sports Illustrated wants to see you. So I literally wanted this so bad. I told the interview, I said, I'm so sorry that I have to cut this short. I have to get downtown. I was wearing leggings, a, a sweater, and my hair was up in a bun because I wasn't on camera for this interview. So I was just like, whatever, I don't really care. So I'm like, oh, shoot. I'm not what I wanted to wear to meet MJ Day, right? So I go downtown and I meet MJ. We talk, we're giggling, we're laughing. Like, she's like, so listen, I would love to have you in the magazine if this is something you want to be a part of. And I was like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Take a if- minute. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean if this is something I want to be a part of? So um, she asked me to be in the magazine. And then maybe a month later, my agent called me and was like, Hey, you're, you know, you're going to be shooting in Anguilla in body paint. So I was one of the last models to ever do body paint. Um, there was four of us and it was just so surreal. And to be that, I mean, I've shot every year for them since. So I just shot my fourth year with them. Um, and it's still so surreal every season that we shoot, you know? So incredible. That's, that's the dream. Do you feel like the work that you did at 16 until, until that happened where you pulled your hair back and you were just stripped down and vulnerable and naked and you, and you said things about that you wanted to love about your body, gave you the confidence to show up with your hair slicked back in the bun with leggings to show up and say, I want to do this. Totally. Totally. I, I was, I was not what I I always had imagined in my head, oh, if I ever get this opportunity, I'm gonna do my hair all glam. I'm gonna have a full face. (laughs) Yeah, like yes, and and I'm gonna wear like a tight black dress. I mean, I literally was wearing a sweater with an H on it, tennis shoes. My hair was up, and I was like, you know what? If they don't want me at this, like, then I don't like. I was just, I felt 
confident. I felt myself. I felt that like God was literally like, no, we're, I'm giving you this to go and do this. So go now as you are, show up as you are. And so I think that that's kind of the way that I've lived my life is show up as you are, you know, at every stage in your life. And that's why I'm so passionate about like size inclusivity. I've been every size from a size two to a size 20, every size in between. So I get it, you know, I get, um, not feeling worthy enough. And that's kind of why I had my own brand too, of of just being like, no, we're all worthy of feeling beautiful. And, and at every single size, you know, tell me about your brand. Cause it's available on QVC, right? It is. Yes. It's available on QVC it is size inclusive. It's called all worthy. Um, we started sizes extra, extra small to five X double zero to 36. And we have three mm-hmm. inseams. We have petite, regular and tall. So I'm so proud of it. We launched in April this year and, um, it's been truly just a dream come true. What is the most amazing thing that someone has sent to you? Maybe a young girl, um, just the, the impact that you've made on their life, just being showing up as you are, how you've impacted other people. So I get lots of messages a day um, of women, and sometimes I have to say even men. Um, From women, a lot of times it's, you know, thank you for loving your body and loving who you are because you've shown me that it's okay to love who I am. I mean, we live in a society that's constantly telling us we have to be a certain way in order to be valued or accepted. And so... You know, when someone goes against that, and I'm not the only one, there's tons of us going against it. But when someone goes against it, I think people are are noticing that and going, wow, okay, so this is okay, then it's okay to like not have to measure up to these unrealistic ideals. Um, I've also had men, you know, say, hey, thanks for making me um, change the way that I view plus size women, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's another powerful one. you know, because there is such a negative connotation around it. And, you know, I think it's just important to just be as authentic as we can be, you know, we, and you do such a great job at that. You are so open. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know you were open a, a few months ago about, you know, your recent loss. And I was just, mm-hmm. that was just so powerful to me because mm-hmm. um, I think that people need that. We are seeing the perfect all the time. We don't want to see the perfect anymore. We want to see people being real and authentic and raw and honest. And, um, so I know that that's, you know, what I try to do. And I know that that's what you do too. So I commend you on that too. Thank you so much. I do. I know that social media has also evolved into this place where you don't really want to see the perfectly curated feed of someone's perfect life. You want to know that while we're all struggling together, we can be stronger together and showing, showing what you're going through is how we connect. It's that vulnerability, the Brene Brown, like the more vulnerable we are, the more that we can connect with each other. I don't connect with accounts that seem too like, Oh, like they have it all together. Cause I feel like I don't, I mean, I pulled my calf muscle out this morning, right before I joined this call. Right. And I'm sure people are like, oh my God, she's just like us. She doesn't like, sometimes she falls and she pulls her calf muscle. You know? Chaos. Um, so I, I do, I mean, I love a beautiful curated feed actually. 
<laughs> oh, it's so aesthetically pleasing when you're like, oh my God, yeah. this literally looks amazing. And it's not even the feet as much as it is like sometimes stories of just being like yeah. having those moments where you kind of like break that wall and you're like, mm-hmm. hey, listen, you know what? Today is not really the best day. You said that the other day on a post, you posted a beautiful picture and you said, hey, I'm human. I'm having a rough day about mm-hmm. my just myself and how I'm feeling. And I think that no matter what, so as a fitness professional, as a model, we have our days where we're like, <clears throat> yeah, totally. if anyone can't see us, if they're the listening to this podcast, yes, I just, just, you know, fart noise, like, <laughs> that's how we feel. It's like yes. one of those days. Um, but we, we all have those days and that's why it's really important to do things that make us feel good. Um, what are three things that make you feel good every day that you like maybe do for yourself? So I recently, I would say in the past seven months, I have really gotten into meditation and it has just been such a game changer to me. I'll, I'll start my morning with it and I'll end my day with it. Um, that is one thing. The second thing is I think having, even if you can, five minutes to yourself a day to do something that you love and feels good. So like for me, my morning routine is in my night routine are pretty much like I love the process of like taking my makeup off and washing my face and doing my serums and my creams and things like that. So I really like treasure that time. Um, and it's like always uninterrupted. My husband knows like that's my time. Um, and then also trying to disconnect, you know, and do stuff like I love to watch the show friends. I think it's just this like silly (laughs) and fun and like, you know, I just, I'll have it on in the background. Um, but even just disconnecting a little bit and, and, doing something totally mindless to kind of like de-stress. I love that. We need to have your like evening skincare routine attached to this podcast. So we can Oh all yes, I will send it to you. <laughs> get your glow on. Um, okay. If someone were actually a couple of things. So if you were face to face with your younger self that was like, I um, you know, I'm being bullied in high school. My mom is a model with Wilhelmina. My dad's this actor. I want to model. Um, and then think about the toughest day. What would you tell her? What would you say? I would tell her um, to not worry so much and to just really, truly enjoy being a teenager. I think especially these days, kids and teenagers, um, again, feel so much pressure I did not look the way that teenagers look these days. I mean, they're just so glam and, and, you know, I, part of me feels sad because I'm like, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Don't feel like you have to, you know, like buy the newest outfit or bag or makeup, like just enjoy your friends, enjoy Mm -hmm. like not having the responsibilities of being an adult, you know, um, And don't worry about these people because you'll never see them again. You know, I never see anybody from my high school. And, you know, I wish I would have known that, that they really didn't have the um, impact on my life that I thought that they would have, you know. Yeah. Isn't that incredible where we stop doing what we want? We stop doing the things that feel um, authentic to us. And we, we kind of pause our own journey 
in fear of maybe a handful of people and in high school in high school. I know. I know. And, and, and it's crazy because I almost feel like that doesn't even just stop at high school. I think people sometimes, yeah, I feel like sometimes people like keep it going and they will pause their life and pause what they want to do in order to appease other people. And it's like, wow, that's, when you really look back at it, you're like, wow, that's really like just not healthy and very toxic. Yeah. Okay. You said something earlier. You said uh, that you were introverted and then you started to realize that you were worthy of beautiful experiences and living beautifully and going out. Um, What does living beautifully look like to you? Um. Truly not living for anybody else. You know, I think for the longest time, even something as simple as going to the beach was a huge stressor and anxiety or just walking out the house and feeling like all eyes were on me and feeling like I had to be this perfect way. Um, you know, now I'll go to the beach in the skimpiest bikini I have and I'm a size 18. Like, I, you know, I think that to me is you, when you look at life through that lens, you truly get to enjoy these things again. And you're no longer a bystander. You're no longer watching other people live their life while you are thinking that they're looking at you really, truly taking in each moment, um, is what, you know, living beautifully means to me. So many women in their minds are like, when I'm skinny or when I reach this weight, then I can do that. When I'm, when I reach that weight, I'll be able to wear that outfit. When I feel more confident, I'll be able to go on that trip. Um, when I, when I reach a certain weight, I'll be able to, you know, start dating. Uh, what would you, what would you tell a woman listening that has that mentality where she doesn't feel like she's worthy of the outfit, the dating, the trip, the clothes, um, right now? You know, I used to think that as well. Like if I am skinnier, I will get the guy that I want. If I am, you know, thinner, I can finally go and, you know, enjoy the beach and do these beautiful things. But that is just you're, that's never going to stop because you, if you have that mentality already, then you're never going to think that you are enough. You know, because once you get past that milestone, you're going to go, well, if I just lost even two more pounds, if I was just a little bit tanner, if my hair was a little bit blonder, you know, so I always tell people, don't even put that in your vernacular. Don't even use that in your vocabulary. If I just was like use, I am like, that's why I'm such a firm believer in affirmations. And I am affirmations. I am beautiful. I am enough. I am worthy. I am valued. Um, because these really help your brain once again, rewire the way that you think about yourself and the way that you, um, look at life and see, you know, your worth and and what you deserve because we all deserve these things. You know, we've all just been told, Oh, I love that. (laughs) It's so true though. You know, like we've just, we've been told for so long since we're younger, um, to change the way that we think about ourselves is actually, um, quite a beautiful thing. So change it from if I just was to I am. When someone has a negative thought or says something negative to themselves, how, what do we do? 
along the same lines. I, um, I'm such a firm believer in affirmations. I mean, I do them all day long. I literally have a book or these like cards that are like next to me right here. And they're like You're affirmation just like- cards. <laughs> I know. I just like, I'm like, let me just pull these books out of here. Um, you know, I think like you can get affirmation cards if you don't know where to, um, start. This is from Love Powered Co. They're really great. Mm. Um, because a lot of times, like when I first started with affirmations, I was like, I have no idea what to say. Like, what do I say to myself? And so something like these cards are really, really great. Um, And, you know, again, like doing, like doing something that makes you feel good. So for me, like, I know if I turn on like Megan Thee Stallion or Beyonce or Lizzo, like I'm going to feel hot. I'm going to feel myself. Like I will dance around. I'll do my hair and makeup, like doing something that kind of gets you out of that funk, but also knowing that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not feel a hundred percent, but knowing that that time and that day does not define who you are. Yeah. So good. There are so many like sound bites and tidbits for, we're going to have to do like 20, (laughs) 20 (laughs) teasers of this. And then she said this. I love it. (laughs) Um, Okay. So what are your top favorite type of, um, exercises, like three, three moves that you do? Okay. Squats are my everything. Mm Um, um, I love cycling so much Mm -hmm. and, um, anything with the lower body I love like I because that's where I feel like I'm my strongest um I'm gonna send you our new ankle weights oh my god please do I live for like it's so funny because another girlfriend of mine she's like okay we're calling this Jane Fonda and I'm like oh my god it is so Jane Fonda with like the ankle weights and like yeah touching your legs I love it where can everyone find you um, that doesn't already know where to find you. <laughs> so, um, my handles are, is at Hunter McGrady across the board, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, you can follow me there. And then my clothing line is all worthy on qvc.com. I love it. Are you still on Snapchat just for your husband? <laughs> I'm not. I know I'm not. I should revive it and just send him like some sexy snaps just to keep it really like spicy but no I'm not. <laughs> you should totally do that surprise and be like hey download download, download the chat check it out yeah, yeah I really actually should um <laughs> what's coming up for you you know what what can we expect from you um and I know that you have some surprises that we discussed but um you know what what's on the horizon for Hunter yeah I'm continuing dropping clothes I have my winter drop coming so I'm, I'm, you know, very, very excited. We have some awesome stuff coming up. Thank you so much for joining. Of course. Thank you so much for even thinking of me to have on. And it's so nice to like chat with you and and catch up. Oh my God. I know. I feel like we're just like, if we could have talked about a million different things. I know. I know. I feel so inspired. I feel like I need more affirmations. Um, you know, especially because we want to grow our family. And so not just about, um, you know, body kindness in a way, but in a way of being patient and giving myself yes. a little more grace. Cause I'm in such a rush. I'm like, okay, when I'm, yeah. when I'm pregnant again, then I can breathe. 
And yep. when, yep. when we're growing our family, then, then we'll be complete. We are a complete yep. family right now. Like I, yep. so this helped me so much. Oh, this, was this is why I actually had you on <laughs> session right? for myself. <laughs> I mean, likewise, it's just so nice to just like chat and not, you know, and not have everything just like behind the screen on text and, and stuff. So thank you so much for having me on. I just adore yeah. you. I adore you. But I really appreciate you taking so much time today. Of course, we're done. So great talking to you, babe. And, and tell too. Brian everything. Tell Brian I say hi. I will. <laughs> Again, bye, love. love. Bye, oh, Jinx. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to Live Beautifully today. I hope you loved this episode and that you feel empowered, connected, and of course, inspired to live beautifully. Make sure you subscribe so you're the first to know when a new episode comes out. I love seeing your reviews and hearing how this podcast is making a positive impact on your life. So if you haven't yet, I'd love for you to leave a review. I read everything from you and it means the absolute world to me. I'll be sharing your reviews and stories on Instagram at Katrina Scott. Also for ask me anything episodes, literally anything, text me on my cell at 213-205-3604, with anything you'd like to talk about. Title your text AMA for ask me anything so I can look out for your message. Thanks again for tuning in and sharing this with your girlfriends. I cannot wait to chat soon. Let's live beautifully together.